Your peace should be your top priority always. You are important. You're valuable. Prioritizing your peace is not a luxury. It's something that is necessary for survival. I feel protecting our peace is like the foundation of creating a meaningful, fulfilling, enjoyable life. You're listening to The Solopreneur Hustle, a community that connects you with the resources you need to take the hustle out of solopreneurship. I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a new Streamline Your Business Bootcamp that'll walk you through how to increase your income while decreasing the amount of time you spend working in your business. Subscribe to our email list today using the link in the description for this episode to get instant access to our free Streamline Your Business Bootcamp. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Hey, y'all, welcome to episode 129 of the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. So this month is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mental Health Awareness Month is the month of May, if you were listening to this episode in May. So last week, I shared that I wanted to dedicate an episode in honor of mental health to prioritizing your inner peace. So here we are. I find that many business owners sacrifice their inner peace because they think that putting our businesses first, sacrificing our pieces is best for the greater good of our businesses or for the greater good of providing or making money. But the truth here is that sacrificing our peace is never, ever worth it. If you are running a great business, but you behind the scenes are miserable, this just isn't an acceptable way to live. So today I want to share some strategies you can use to continue being intentional about protecting your mental health so you can be the best you. Now, I find that prioritizing my inner peace is me protecting my mental health. So I hope that these tips also inspire you to protect your peace so you can protect your mental health. I want you in all that you do to show up as happier and more fulfilled in every area of your life. And really that all starts with protecting our mental health and prioritizing our inner peace. So before I share the tips and strategies I have planned to share with you guys today, I just want to define a few things to make sure we're on the same page. So I want to define both inner peace and what it looks like to protect your inner peace. First of all, it's hard to define inner peace because that means different things to different people. And so in defining inner peace, really what I can give you is kind of a description of what peace looks like and what peace feels like. I find I found that a lot of people don't really know what it feels like to have inner peace because they've had so much ruckus in their life. Like I just in the past three years have discovered what I feel like to experience or what it feels like to experience inner peace because My life has just been on go mode for so long. I had to really come back to a place of finding normalcy in terms of what I wanted my normal to be because I just, my life has just, my entire life, I mean, from childhood to ending up 
in in college and then my early 20s I mean it's just it was just all a whirlwind and I had to define for myself what peace looked like and so I define personally for myself inner peace as anything that brings about ease for me peacefulness for me feels like ease things that come easy relationships that feel easy um things that don't stress me out I feel and I experience a place of calm. Um, that's what peace is to me. I had to, for myself, define what peace felt like, what peace looked like, what types of work made me feel peaceful. And so once I discovered what that was, I knew what I needed to protect. So it really figuring out how to protect your inner peace all starts with having to define for yourself what peace really is and what it feels like. What do you feel the happiest doing? When do you feel the happiest? What makes you the most happiest? And how can you get to a place of doing more of those things and less of the things that stress you out? I just wanted to define that here real quick before I jump into the tips I had to share because um, once I started talking about this, as I began to record this episode, I realized that mm, peace for different people could mean different things. And so I just wanted to highlight that and give you space here right now to define for you what inner peace is. What does that look like? What does it feel like? What makes you feel peaceful? What feels brings about ease for you? What feels easy for you? What feels effortless for you? Those are the things we should lean into because again, uh, the theme of this podcast is taking the hustle out of building a business and the whole idea of hustling has nothing to do from my perspective with peace. It's kind of like the opposite of peace, throwing ourselves onto a hamster wheel, always on go to make things work without putting ourselves and our inner peace first. So now I want to share some strategies that I think will help you prioritize and protect your inner peace in whatever peace looks like for you. Number one, find clarity about who you want to work with, what type of work you want to do and what you truly desire. Now, this whole idea of protecting our inner peace here in this episode I am really centering that around protecting our peace in our businesses, okay? Now, you may you may listen to this and say, you know what, I'm protecting my peace in my business, but you know what, I'm not protecting my peace in my personal life. I'm letting all these men run through my life, and that's a different type of peace you have to protect. But the peace we're working to protect here today is our peace in our business. And so if you want to begin prioritizing your peace in your business, it really all starts with defining for yourself what peace feels like at work, what peace feels like in all that you do in your business. Now, when I decided to start prioritizing my peace, what I discovered about myself was that, look, I don't like having client meetings on my schedule all the time. I used to do a lot of one-on-one coaching and every day when I would wake up and see like five appointments on my schedule, that did not bring me peace. I felt anxious, like, oh my God, now I can't run this errand today and now I have to do this and I have to be there this time. You know, I loved working with my clients and Helping entrepreneurs improve their businesses is like what I'm so passionate about. But what I discovered was that it didn't make me feel peaceful to get that value out to my clients in the form of one-on-one coaching. I didn't want to do it anymore and it didn't feel peaceful to me. And so what I ended up doing was 
repackaging the information and the coaching program I was using to serve my clients. I repackaged that into two products, an online course and a book. My book is called Earn More, Work Less, A Solopreneur's Guide to Building Wealth and Creating Freedom. The link to my book is down below in the description for this episode. And then I just finished a course called Monetize Your Value, which is all about how to create, market, and sell digital courses to generate passive income as a solopreneur. The link to monetize your value is also down below in the description for this episode, but those two products were birthed from my desire to protect my peace. I realized that, okay, I don't want my time to be tied to getting this information out. So how can I create a product where I create it one time and I can sell it over and over and over and over again without my time being tied to making that money without having to have appointments on my calendar? So when someone reaches out to me, for example, and says, oh my gosh, I need help hiring my first independent contractor. I need to start building a team. I'm overwhelmed. I'm burnt out. I don't know what to do. Instead of me saying, okay, let's get a few one-on-one coaching sessions scheduled. Here's three hours that we can get together to work through this. Instead of me putting those sessions on my calendar, I can instead say, I have the perfect resource already prepared for you that I know is going to help you. It's called Earn More, Work Less. You can head over to my website and purchase that book. Now someone's able to get the information I would have shared in that coaching session anyway from my book that I wrote a year ago. So for me, discovering that I didn't feel peaceful having clients and and sessions on my calendar and things like that, that for me all began with number one, figuring out how to create a business model that was a better fit for my desired lifestyle. So I actually recorded an episode here on the podcast that's all about choosing a business model that's a good fit for your lifestyle. So check out episode 119 that's all about choosing a business model that complements your lifestyle. That would be one of the first things I would consider when you're trying to discover what it means to have inner peace in your business. You have to kind of start with what works best for your desired lifestyle. What life are you trying to create? What brings about ease for you? What works well for you? What doesn't work well for you? That really all starts with making sure the business model that you're using and how you operate really makes sense for what you want. And once you've kind of thought about what business model is a better fit for you or the best fit for you, then you also want to think about incorporating some streams of passive income into your business. Now, I find that one of the most significant reasons why business owners don't have peace is because we're always working. Okay, this is the reason why so many entrepreneurs are burnt out, overwhelmed. We don't have peace. We can barely think because we're always up to our neck in work. And the only way we can overcome this is to stop trading our time for money. (laughs) We still have to make money, but how can we separate our time from our ability to generate income? And so we have to find ways to generate income passively whether that means hiring a team to help you carry out the operations of your business or doing something like creating an online course 
that can make you money in your sleep or perhaps writing a book that's also a product that can make you money in your sleep. If some of this sounds like things that you need to work on and start incorporating into your business, then I'd recommend checking out my free course called Elevate Your Wealth. That is all about how I made my income potential unlimited so that I was able to maximize the amount of freedom I experienced as an entrepreneur. So that course is free when you register for it down below in the description for this episode, you get instant access to this mini course. So I highly recommend you check that out. But again, figure out what piece looks like for you in business. It really just all starts there. And after you have defined for yourself what inner peace looks like, what you want to do with your time, what clients you really want to work with, what brings you joy, what feels good to you, then you know what to say yes to and what to decline, which brings me to my next tip here. And that's that once you determine what peace looks like for you, it's then time to start setting boundaries. All right. Once you've defined what peace looks like for you, you know what to say yes to and you know what types of opportunities or people you want to decline. So setting boundaries and creating boundaries as an entrepreneur is so important. Access to you should be very limited. People shouldn't feel like they can access you whenever it's convenient for them. They should access you when it's convenient for you. When I put my piece on the line for my business, it was really a lot of it boiled down to the fact that I was pressuring myself to always be available to anyone and everyone. And then I discovered that, you know what, (laughs) I want to be available to people on a very limited basis. I want to be available when it's convenient for me. And if it's not convenient for me, I'm not available. And I'm unapologetic about that. I'm not going to apologize for not being available if I don't want to be. So create boundaries, limit how people can access you or when they can access you. Um, I personally am very funny about energy. So I naturally absorb energy from other people. So generally within my business and outside of it, I have to just be careful who I let into my space. That is something that I've discovered about myself and not only as an entrepreneur, but also in my personal life that really reflects how I need to protect my peace. And so access to me has to be limited because I just like absorbing someone's energy can just throw my whole day off. And I'm really working on that, but it's really hard for me. And so find designated times or days that you're available. Be clear about how you want to be contacted. Maybe you don't like DMs, so cut your DMs off. Add in your bio that, look, I don't I don't answer DMs and I don't want DMs. If that's not what you want, if it disrupts your peace to get DMs to Instagram at all times of the night, close down the DMs, you know, make it clear that you're not going to respond to them because that's not the mode of communication that brings you peace. Maybe you're an email type of person. Maybe text is good for you. Maybe you want to have your lines open for people to give you a call. Really think about what types of communication bring you peace and create boundaries around how people access you, when they access you, and how they should go about accessing you. Now, my third tip here for protecting your peace is to not be afraid to fire clients. 
I struggled with this for a very long time. Once I took someone's money, I thought that meant I had to work with them until we got to the finish line. But what I've discovered is that, you know, if someone makes me feel uncomfortable at any stage of working with them, they have to go. I don't mind refunding them 100%. I mean, if I haven't finished the project and I have guilt in any way, shape or form about not delivering on what I said I would, it's more worth it to me to protect my peace than to make a profit. And so I don't mind refunding someone 100% if that means that I've done right by them. I just want to protect my peace and move on. (laughs) For me, sometimes protecting my peace is even more important than the money. If someone oversteps your boundaries, they might have to go. You know, if you have a client where you've defined what your boundaries are and they continue to overstep it, over and over and over again, you may have to fire that client to protect your peace because your boundaries are very important and people should respect them. And then if someone disrespects you blatantly, you may have to fire that client. They may have to go, you know, it doesn't do anything good for your peace to have people in your space, in your energy that don't respect you. And then my last tip here today for prioritizing your peace for protecting your peace is to lean into what feels easy. You deserve to pursue a life of ease. A life of ease feels so much more peaceful than stressing ourselves, trying to like live up to a standard of thinking hard work defines us. Hard work sometimes makes us feel good, but to be honest, it's not that necessary. I work way less hard than I used to. And I make more money. I used to have like sessions on my schedule. I used to be busy all day. And now I sell online courses and I make more money than I used to make slaving day in and day out on zoom all the time. I mean, it just, it, it, to be honest with you guys, in order to make more money, a lot of times we have to work less we have to to step off that that hamster wheel of working all the time to figure out how to work smart. Really think about how you can work smart so you don't have to work as hard. Choose a business model that feels easy. Build relationships with clients and customers that feel easy. Lean into ease. Produce products that feel easy for you. Just because it's easy for you to create doesn't mean what you've created is any less valuable than something someone spent 20 years working on, you know, maybe your experience makes it easy for you. I have always been a really good writer. Writing my book was not hard for me, but this book is making me money. (laughs) Just because something isn't hard for you to create doesn't mean it's not worthy and, and valuable of making you a lot of money. So figure out how to produce things that are super valuable, but feel easy for you to create. Offer services that feel easy. For me, creating online courses, oh my gosh, it's easy for me. It is like my strength. I feel like I'm in my element when I'm creating courses. It doesn't feel like an uphill battle. It feels easy. But is my course valuable? Oh my gosh, it's so valuable. Create content that feels easy. You know, maybe writing captions isn't your strength, but recording videos, oh my gosh, you can do that all day, every day. So put your all into what feels easy and maybe even hire someone to help you with the things that don't feel easy. 
If it feels hard, maybe that's an indication that that's something you need help with. So it may make sense to hire an independent contractor to actually help you with this task. If you've never hired an independent contractor before, then you may want to check out my book, Earn More Work Less, where I share the strategy I use to build my first team. So I want to make it clear that leaning into a life of ease, this isn't to say that you should stay in your bubble of what's comfortable, like you shouldn't stay in your comfort zone all the time. But I just want to highlight the fact that we all have natural abilities that make certain things about life a better fit for us than others. So leaning into ease for me doesn't mean not stretching beyond my comfort zone. It just means that I am aligning myself with abilities that are the best fit for me. While other things will always feel like an uphill battle for me because they're just simply not my strength. So for example, numbers, accounting, that will never be my strength. I don't care how many classes I take. I can learn how to do it and I can become good at it, but it will never feel easy for me because I am not a numbers person. I went to school and majored in communication. Okay. Would I have ever majored in accounting? Heck no. But my husband is more of an analytical person. He's a finance guy. And speaking behind this mic on this podcast, no matter how many times he does it, it'll always feel like an uphill battle for him because he's just not a talker, but this feels easy for me. However, when I started this podcast, oh my gosh, it was outside of my comfort zone, but speaking still felt easy for me. So I hope that kind of gives you more of a clear understanding of what it looks like looks like to lean into things that bring about ease for you. Don't lean into the uphill battle just because you think battle wounds validate your journey as a solopreneur. Making money does not have to require suffering. So in conclusion today, I, you know, I recorded this episode really just to remind you all to put yourself first. Your peace should be your top priority always. You are important. You're valuable. Prioritizing your peace is not a luxury. It's something that is necessary for survival. I feel protecting our peace is like the foundation of creating a meaningful, fulfilling, enjoyable life. I didn't, my life didn't feel as enjoyable until I started respecting myself enough to protect my peace. Entrepreneurship is all about freedom. And if you're constantly sacrificing your peace for your business, this doesn't feel like a free way to live at all. It really just feels like we're being held captive by our businesses. We become like a slave to our dreams and it shouldn't feel that way. So I challenge you to start prioritizing your peace today. If you struggle with this, I challenge you to start protecting your mental health today. If that's not something you find yourself naturally doing, I promise you it will be worth it. Protect your peace. This is so important. All right. That is all for today's episode. I hope you got something from this content. If you did, don't keep it to yourself. Share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a boss friend. It would also be helpful if you share this on your social media. There may be someone that follows you who really needs to hear 
this message. If you haven't yet, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Solopreneur Hustle. The links to our social media are down below in the description for this episode. If you haven't yet checked out my free course, Elevate Your Wealth, you are missing out. The link to Elevate Your Wealth is down below in the description for this episode. And last but not least today, I invite you to leave the Solopreneur Hustle a review on the Apple Podcast app. If you're listening to this on your iPhone, leaving us reviews helps more solopreneurs discover the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. All right. Thank you guys for listening today. And I'll talk to you all next week. Continue to move onward, upward and forward until next time. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay connected between episodes, subscribe to our email list using the link in the description for this episode. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Solopreneur Hustle. And don't forget to share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a boss friend. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Until next time.